What can help you take advantage of today's low mortgage rates and save money? Rocket can. You could save hundreds of dollars every month by refinancing with Rocket Mortgage at today's near historic low rates. If your current rate is over 4%, with today's low rates, you could lower your payment by over $150 a month, saving thousands in interest every year. With a cash-out refinance from Rocket Mortgage, you could consolidate and pay off high-interest debt, tackle home improvements that could add value to your home, or even set aside cash for your child's future education. We've already helped over 1 million clients just like you reach their home financing goals this year alone. So remember this, what can give you the technology to refinance easily and save money? Rocket can. Call us today at 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. That's 8338-ROCKET or go to rocketmortgage.com. Savings are based on quick loans, internal data, points and fees may apply. Call for cost information and conditions. Equal housing letter, license in all 50 states, and analyst consumer access.org, number tradition that uh i typically forget to take off the case so we have that segment yeah the old taking off the case segment <laughs> the weekly feature yeah but i actually i actually remembered this time and i also am double checking now we have oh yeah we're recording on the correct mic where we are recording it looks like everything's a go we are a professional podcast yeah, and I'd like to report that, uh, did you notice on the Dan Levitard show that Stu Gatz was recording from the wrong mic? Did you catch that? I mean, he always is, isn't he? Yeah, but it's just hilarious because he, he has the same exact microphone I have, which isn't unique. I mean, everybody uses this one. The Yeti? Yeah, but it's just hilarious that Mike kept saying, no, you have to do the drop-down arrow and click Yeti. Which is... <laughs> The same mistake the Boom DDT podcast has made numerous times. The apple doesn't far, <laughs> fall, from, fall far from the tree. No. So, there are national radio shows uh, from the worldwide leader in sports that have these same issues. Yeah, so, so don't we're as professional as can be. Yep, we're about as professional as they come. So, what have you been doing today, Jeff? I got this podcast and I got a little bit of work. And then just getting fucking pumped for SummerSlam. Hell yeah. I am excited for the Slam. I think we should, uh... So, you, were you able to watch SmackDown? Yes. Okay. So, uh, a big, sh- a big fuck you to Hulu. 
Uh, step your game up. Step your game up. Or uh, WWE, not sure which one, but the thing is, I can't watch these wrestling programs until they make them to Hulu. And uh, as of, let's see, it's 2.30 p.m. Central Time, and last time I checked it was about 1.30. So as of 1.30 p.m., no SmackDown on the Hulu yet. 1.30 p.m. Saturday afternoon. This is the day after SmackDown. Yeah, which, okay, I get it, but I think by, I think by noon it should be there. It had better. Eric, I, I can pull this up. Since we're on the FaceTime together, I can pull this up so you can see just what the Thunderdome encapsulates because this okay. is trending number one worldwide, Eric. Okay. Uh, I actually saw a clip. Uh, do show it to me, but I saw a clip on uh, Facebook, and I thought it actually looked pretty good. I mean, it is what it is, but I thought it looked, I thought it looked better than the NBA's version. Am I wrong? I have still not seen the NBA's version. Is that with the, uh, like, they look like cardboard cutouts in seats? No. But they're real people on Zoom? No, it's it's just like the WWE's, but WWE's looked crisper. It looked it looked better done, I think. Like, in oh. the NBA version, from what I've seen, they have, like, gaps in between the fans. Oh, yeah, there's no gaps here. No. <laughs> no, I saw it. There was a lot of faces. You got a There's cute. a lot of faces, Eric, but um, I mean, it's, it looks like a giant Zoom call, essentially, with rows and rows of green screens, or maybe five rows of green screens, to like simulate that they're actually in seats. I don't yeah. know if that's similar to what the NBA's done, but... Pretty much. Do you have it queued up? It, it's, it's getting there. I'm getting through uh, bullshit uh, advertisement, and now we're at the then, now forever screen so let me keep fast forwarding here the only the clip i saw was like vince like introducing it uh and then it just showed like one little shot of it and that's all i got yeah, yeah. i saw i saw this part which it, like i'll give it to him it, it looks cooler than the the uh performance center yeah it's it's an actual small arena where he can put all his pretty lights and have all his pretty fireworks and the titan shot the fucking Thunderdome, man. Yeah. I wonder why they called it the Thunderdome. Don't you think that'd be like some kind of fucking breach? Breach Maybe? from uh, WCW? No, uh, Thunderdome is like from uh, the Mad Max uh, yeah, series. Yeah, Mad Max? Yeah. I, I thought it was... So, like, I'm like, damn it, why does Thunderdome sound so familiar? And all I was thinking was... Thunder in paradise. <laughs> Epic movie, Thunder in Paradise. There's an episode out there where we go over it. Oh, here we go. Yeah, there's old man Vince. They got swirling shit in the background, and here's here's this here's the uh, Zoom calls. They so got hundreds of people, and Eric, they become throughout the night rather blank faced because if you're watching wrestling not live but at your TV. We all know that you're not popping as hard as you are in the arena. Yeah, so my question for you is, can I hear them? No, they, they pump in crowd noise. But it's not, that like, if you, like, if you're paid for that ticket, I'm assuming you have to pay for that ticket, I don't know. That, that, that was going to be my follow-up question, How is how does the Boom DDT podcast get in the motherfucking Thunderdome? I think you can buy a ticket. Oh shit! I was hoping it'd be free. It might be. Uh, the NBA, I think, uh, 
I don't know if I don't think you buy those tickets. I think it's a first come first serve thing with like an addition of a celebrity thing because if like Little Wayne wants to get on there, he automatically goes on there. Yeah. Uh, and it could be the same thing here. I don't know. But uh, I, I didn't see any celebrities. You think if they had any celebs in the Thunderdome, they would have pointed them out. Probably would have. It's probably not as common that you know wrestling's not quite what the NBA is as far as celebrities. Uh, but, uh, so I'm curious, can you fast forward to what a match looks like? Yeah. Cause it could, it seems like it might be a little distracting during an actual match. Uh, I mean, you just see people's faces in the background and shit. Uh, I don't think it's too distracting, not any more distracting than an audience would be. Less distracting, I would say, than an audience. Okay, so you can't hear him at all, that's kind of a bummer. Yeah, so here's what a match would look like. We got uh, Big E versus Sheamus here. Big E versus Sheamus. Okay, no, I like. I think it looks better in the Performance Center. Yeah, but uh, if I if I turn the audio up, Eric, you would like the audio from the uh, limited fans better, I believe. I do at least. It's just. Oh my God! Did you hear that? I, I hear an incoming breeze. Is that air conditioning? <laughs> yeah, the, the the window unit just kicked on. It sounds like we're fucking in a jet engine. Oh, great. Hold on, let me go cut it off. I'm going to have to filibuster for a second. So, yeah, the Thunderdome trending number one worldwide. And I would say it's... I mean, we're, we're in a pandemic. Vince really wants the audience to be there, but we need we need uh, the the audience members to not just be little webcam marks. Look at them back there being webcam marks. We need them to be fucking pumps. Oh, one guy brought his title. Good for him. But the rest of them, <laughs> you know, your hands are at your sides. You're giving me deadpan stares. Get into the action. If you're gonna be on the webcam, you've gotta live that kayfabe lifestyle. This yeah. DDT podcast needs to be in on this action. Yeah, we could definitely try to get in on. I'm sure, like, like it's going to be like this at, at SummerSlam, obviously. Oh, yeah. They, they said uh, SmackDown, SummerSlam, and Raw, and then before Vince was cut off during this intro by uh, Bray Wyatt, he was saying, from now on, week in, week out. And then he got cut off. So I assume he, he's going with this moving forward until... Yeah, you know, the pandemic gets better, but yep. And I don't know. I might. I don't know. I think it. And like I said, I'm not getting the full experience here, but I think it's a lot better than the Performance Center. The the lights. I mean, you got your production lights, and that's that's a huge part of it. For, so, and just I would say it's, a, it's an upgrade, but yeah, wait till you hear the audio where before you make any final judgment. It's it's a slight upgrade. Yeah. Well, like you said, in these trying times, it, like you can't get much better than this. I mean, this probably was very expensive. Oh, yeah, yeah. Vince just wanted to flex some coin on us. Yeah. It's like, I know I had these cheap-ass plexiglasses with, like, 20 fans in the background. I was doing okay. But here's uh, $100,000 worth of shit. Who... Hold on a second. So, this is uh, Seamus versus Big E for the listeners. And yes. who, who do we got outside of the crowd, or outside the ring, and why are they there? 
So the entire, I fast forwarded here, Eric, the entire SmackDown locker room is out at ringside, and that's because um, Retribution came in in the first segment. So in the first segment, Vince introduced shit, and The Fiend interrupted him and came out and just creepily stared at him. Then before anything could happen, Braun came down, and there's another stare down. Then the lights cut out, and Retribution came in, and they were going to surround Braun and Bray. Uh, Bray just gives a little wave goodbye and cuts the lights and, you know, apparates away. So it's just all Retribution versus Braun, and they're ganging up on him. And the SmackDown locker room comes to save the day and chases out Retribution, which is looking weaker and weaker every single week. I swear to God. I know. So they, so they didn't just, like... Braun should have been able to handle those pussies, in my opinion. There, there was like eight to ten of them, it seems. I, I don't know if they're growing each week or what's going on here, but yeah, oh, yeah. they look weaker to me. The numbers are changing, but yeah. Uh, I think we should probably just go through the SummerSlam card, and then we could talk about everything going on during each match. Probably be the best thing to do, since this is the SummerSlam show. Uh, I agree, Eric. But we didn't. We won't be able to talk much about retribution. So I guess we could talk that real quick. Uh, on Raw, I think there was just a small. Uh, is the only thing that happened was them fucking up the television truck at the beginning. Uh, yeah, they ran on. Uh, D Mac was doing a promo, and they run in on that. Or, I'm get. Let me get make sure I have the right notes up. Yeah. They run in on a D-Mac promo and interrupt that, and then uh, D-Mac and Rollins are clashing and arguing in the back about how to rally the troops, and who's the real leader of this locker room? It's the Monday Night Messiah? No, it's D-Mac. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, during that time, they, they go and fuck up the uh, production truck, something we haven't seen in a couple of years. Yeah, so, and, and it, was, it was hilarious, uh... Corey was like, are they in the production, or is that, is that Retribution? <laughs> I don't know, or no, it would have been, uh, who would it have been? It could have been Corey. I don't know, it could have been Phillips, I think it was Phillips. Is that Retribution? Like, yes, you fucking asshole. Those, that's Retribution, God. <laughs> it's so <laughs> annoying how, how they treat the wrestling fan. Like, we've been doing this for, like, four weeks. Yes, that's Retribution. Yeah. They're guys that dress in all black and fuck shit up very pathetically. Very pathetically. They just break... They're out there breaking laptops. Like, come on, let's do something. Set set Vince McMahon's car on fire or something cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, in previous weeks we saw him pull a cinder block through a, a glass window. Not throw it, bowl it, Eric. Yeah. And we also saw him uh, huddled around a flipped car that was clearly flipped hours ago. Yeah. So, yeah, you look pretty weak, and I don't like how you're messing with the uh, current uh, social injustice climate. So, I think... either get on with the program or get the fuck out of my face, Retribution. Yeah, I think, th- I think Vince is at the age where... Like, a group like that could get serious heat by fucking up Vince. You know what I mean? Like, we're, we're so far removed from the Mr. McMahon character. You know, now he's just kind of like the old godfather guy. 
So now, like, if if a group came through, like, just bum rush his office and like just fucked him up, like, maybe like a power bomb through his desk or something, you know, Vince would take it. Oh yeah, <laughs> that would be. I think that could get him some heat. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not with it, man. I hate it. It just feels so weak. I don't know what they need to do, but it's not working. It is. First off, they need a muscle man like. Uh... Like you mentioned, the security guard outside Raw Underground. That would be a nice addition. That's a big old boy. <laughs> He's a big boy. Yeah. <laughs> but they just got a bunch of people that's like Jeffrey's size and weight, which is about 5'8", 130. I mean, there are people your size. They might be women. No, I bet you there's... I mean, it, it looks like a bunch of guys like... Uh, what's his name? Uh, he, he actually got fired during the pandemic, and now he's back. He's a real little guy. Uh, was like a mouthpiece for uh... Leo Rush. No, I'm not sure he came back too, but I don't know where he's at. Uh, no, but Drake Maverick. Like they oh, look. Drake Maverick. They look about his size. Yeah. And maybe I completely forgot about the Drake. Yeah, but I think you're right. I think Leo's back. And did you know Two Five Live still happening? No, I did not. It's still going on. I was I watched a new episode like an odd night where I couldn't sleep and I just saw it. I was like, "Is this still happening?" I'm like, I'll give it a shot. I'm trying to show you some close-ups of these dead painted back here. Yeah, like you said, it'd be cool, but if they were excited, but you can't really blame them. Like, are they just watching it just like we are? Yeah. So you just paid it. Well, <laughs> maybe it's like the virtual reality where. Uh, Kind of like what they're talking about with the NBA, where all of a sudden, like, you get one seat's point of view, and then they switch you around, you get another section's point of view. Like, you're actually supposed to be there, but hot potatoing sections. Yeah. I assume it's like that. Like, if they're just watching like us, and Why would you buy a ticket? Just to have your face on the screen, I guess? Yeah. It's, it's welcome to the 21st century, Eric. You're, you're increasing <laughs> your social media presence. Yeah. Yeah, they, yeah. They, if it's like that, then yeah, the only reason you'd buy a ticket to this is just because you're a narcissist and you want to see your dumb ass on, on SmackDown. That being said, I'd still <laughs> like to see the Boom DDP podcast <laughs> jump a thing or two on this podcast. Yeah, no, I'd like, do it. That would be cool. <laughs> there, there's some, hang on, there's someone asleep in the background there. He wasn't even looking at the camera. <laughs> he, was, he was dozed off. Yeah. Like, Third hour of Raw. Rewind it. Can you rewind it real quick? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. This Thunderdome, Eric. I tell you what. It's going to make SummerSlam a lot more enjoyable. Just to be able to see all these massless faces in the background. Not giving a shit half the time. Oh, there he is. There, there. Oh, that guy in the... The guy in the black, yeah, he is sleeping. <laughs> it's just like a fat, the classic fat guy sleeping. Yeah. He just fell asleep with like just chin to the chest, passed out. Yeah. That's amazing. Not even looking at the screen, not yeah. looking at the screen. That's a good tactic. Maybe that was his thing. Like, oh, I'll get first row tickets and then I'll just act like I'm sleeping. <laughs> it's not a bad tactic. Uh, so yeah, that's Retribution. What else is going on that's not going to be on the card? Anything? There was an Intercontinental Championship. I'm not sure if, if you want to check the Wikipedia 
see if they're going to have a rematch at SummerSlam, but there's a nice C title match on this Thunderdome SmackDown. Nope, we're getting a, a AJ Styles free SummerSlam, which is weird. I didn't think of that. That that is very odd. So they, they they hoard them out for this uh, ratings grab on Fox. Yeah, uh, I'm calling it the Danger Zone from now on because every time <laughs> I say Thunderdome, I either think of Thunder in Paradise or I think of Big L's uh, Danger Zone song with the with the great five part. The boom, 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 yeah. Boom. One yeah, one three nine in Lennox is the danger zone. Yeah, Orlando, Florida, the Amway Center is the danger zone. Yeah, we can call it the danger zone. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I, I I didn't like how they took Thunderdome. I'm I'm with you. Like, I, I would say just come up with your own name, but you know that would be terrible as well. So I don't know. <laughs> they they call like the Armageddon Palace or some shit. <laughs> yeah. I would have liked the danger zone. Too bad we weren't in, the, in that meeting. I would have been cool with the danger zone. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so who do? You, but they, this is the second time they've hoard AJ out for ratings grab on the IC title. Is that right? Did they do that for Extreme Rules as well? Well, they did it with Grand Metalik, right? Like a couple weeks ago. Oh uh, yeah, that's right. So who was this with? I mean, that that wasn't uh, as big a hoard job as this is. This is like, hey, we got the Thunderdome. We're now trending number one worldwide. We need a great fucking match. What was it? Him versus who? Jeff Hardy. Oh. Was it good? Oh, yeah, Eric. And I don't know. Are you in the Jeff Hardy camp? What do you mean? Like, you're an AJ Mark. Are you in the Jeff Hardy camp? Oh, I, I'm definitely an AJ Mark. Why? Did Jeff Hardy win? Well, half of the Boom DDT podcast would like to congratulate Jeff Hardy <laughs> on winning his fourth Intercontinental Championship. Nice. With an injured leg. Hell yeah. No, I'm fine with it. AJ doesn't ever really need titles. No. He's, he's good enough on his own. Yeah. Uh, so during the Retribution uh, invasion at the start of this SmackDown, uh, like when the locker room poured out to protect, protect your necks, uh, AJ gave a cheap shot to Jeff Hardy from behind. Jeff Hardy thought it was a Retribution member, but he just came from behind Jeff Hardy and kicked him in the back of the knee. Okay. So Jeff Hardy was wrestling like he was back with the trainer throughout the night. And like, I don't think go, Jeff. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to go. I'm going to do this. I don't care. Of course. Of course. So, I mean, he's just getting that knee worked the entire match by AJ. And Jeff Hardy is sell- like he is crashing and burning because of that knee. Like, he goes up to do the whisper in the wind, like when he jumps up on the top rope and yep. just flip Yep. <laughs> up on the top rope and his knee just buckles Eric. He <laughs> nice. crashes. Hell he's, yeah. He's hitting his ribs on the ropes and everything. Like, he's looking like a rag doll. He's selling it great. Yeah. And AJ's great at doing that. Like, that, that sounds like it's going to be a great match. Absolutely. Yeah. I was big on it for sure. And yeah, when will the Swanton stop? They didn't stop here. <laughs> they, they made it to the danger zone, Eric. Hell yeah. So is that how it finished? Yep. A swanton bombing you out. Well, actually, so Jeff Hardy was wearing a knee brace on last Stone Cold. Yeah. And when uh, AJ was trying to set him up for the cap crusher, Jeff Hardy uh, hit him in the side of the dome with a knee, knee brace because that's what you happen in the danger zone. Okay. And that that's what stunned AJ. So AJ just conked down and Jeff Hardy's like, fuck it, I'm going to go for the swanton. Hell yeah. 
So was it a nice long match? Yeah, yeah, they gave him time to work. I was gonna say this About a 15, 20 minute match. Yeah, I say at least twenty probably. Whenever I mean, it's you can't just AJ can't just lose fast. Yep. That's pretty, That's cool, man. I'm excited to see that then. Absolutely. So we'll see uh, where they take the IC title on Jeffrey. They they still cut him off post match when he's giving a promo about you know how uplifting this is. Vince just <laughs> hit the Hardy Boy music mitts. Yeah. Jeff. He didn't give a fuck, dude. No. I love him. Right, you had two minutes to give your promo. You had two minutes and ten seconds. We're into your music. We got a lot of shit. To yeah. Get to. I love that shit. I love when people get cut off. Oh, yeah. It's like, you're done. Uh, I wish they would do a rematch at SummerSlam. There's a couple matches here I'd probably get rid of for that. Although, not really. The card's pretty good. Should we go ahead and get to the card? Uh, let me see if there's anything else. Just get the fuck out of here. Um, is there anything else to get to? We have a... But there's one other thing. I guess not really of importance, but Raw Underground. Oh, it, this it, week. Yeah, I, I like. I thought they all sucked. It's getting worse every week, isn't it? <laughs> Shane, but Shane's coke bender is continuing. Yeah, Shane's still <laughs> high as hell. There was a part where he's like. In between two guys, and I don't remember which wrestlers they were, but he's like, that was awesome. That was awesome. Who's going next? Who's going, guys? That was so cool. You were so good. Da, da, da. Like, he's just like, it's like, dude, what the fuck is going on in this place? <laughs> yeah, he looked really, <laughs> He was trying to wrap up the segment. God damn it. Cat almost spilled my iced coffee. He was trying to wrap up the segment, and he didn't know how to do so. So it just steps. That was awesome. Who's next? Who's next? Yeah. What's next? Like, what are you talking about? These guys are still in a match. Yeah. If you were trying to wrap up the segment, you would let them wrestle. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm not the dude. I was so excited, and then, oh, god damn it, Jeff! I think they did it to me again, and I didn't even notice it. I'm what? I'm pretty. No hurt business. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there is no hurt business on the fucking Hulu cut. Oh my god, that is. That's just god-awful, Eric, because there's a lot of shit that you can cut from this Raw besides the Hurt Business. I'm looking at a Mickey James versus Natty match that's pointless. Uh, Peyton Royce versus Ruby Riot that's pretty pointless. Yeah, and then... Uh, Angel Garza is pretty pointless. Yeah, and the... Well, it was cool to see Mickey James back, but they basically used that match as a vehicle for Samoa Joe and to have several, several segments during it. Yeah, which, that, that was ruthless. Yeah, which was, but still, uh, Samoa Joe's doing so good. Oh, Samoa Joe's top notch. Yeah, he's killing it in he, that role. He's so cool. Yeah, he really is. He's like he he had two different things that night. Uh, one of them was like that he was saying that Rey Mysterio was there. That's why Seth Rollins confronted him. Yeah, and, he's asking for his sources. And then he said, oh, he was also in on the video clip of, uh, of, uh, Vega getting caught, um, poisoning, poisoning, poisoning Montez Ford. <laughs> yeah, poisoning Montez Ford. 
And a very shitty camera angle on that yeah. footage, too. It just looked like she was uh, leaning over a cup for about 10 seconds. Yeah, sneaking in some pills or something. So, yeah, I, I'm with Vega. Like, that, that video by itself is not incriminating. It's just her chilling out in the back, yeah. turning over a cup. Yep, just hanging out with the cup. That we can see. Just hanging out with a cup, nothing to see here. <clears throat> so, uh, the Hurt Business, uh, they basically just had a... Um, uh, MVP came out and he was uh, just talking shit to Apollo Crews, uh, making fun of him for like having a shitty background, like streaky as hell like you're on top and then all of a sudden you're back in catering that's the line he kept pushing he's yeah. like you're gonna be in catering by the end of the night yeah eating eating shitty fucking uh hot dogs with the rest of the jobbers yep eating pigs in a blanket so Cruz comes out he's like that's fine if you wanna get on my you know rag on my past and everything but uh how about this I'll make it a challenge. I'll challenge Shelton Benjamin right now. If I beat him, then Benjamin and Lashley, they can be enjoying our match at SummerSlam from catering instead of at ringside. Oh, okay. Cruz goes on to beat Benjamin, which sets that up. But then uh, that's not the end of all their mix because Apollo Cruz, well, after this whole thing, MVP's like, fuck it. Later on tonight, let's have a six-team, uh, a six-man tag team elimination match. Uh, at this point, Alexander Ricochet and Ali had come out to like even the score because there's a three-on-one. Uh-huh. Uh, the Hurt Business versus Crew, so they came out and like aided them. And MVP's like, "Fuck it, let's have a six-man tag match. Pick two of your guys, assemble your crew." Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> of course. And so, uh, Apollo Crews had a tough decision to make. Which one of his brothers does he leave out? And this kind of played in the emotions later in the evening because he ended up leaving out Cedric Alexander. So, in the six-man tag, it's Crews, Ricochet, and Ali versus MVP, Lashley, and Benjamin. Oh, my God. MVP tries to, uh, uh, use this opportunity to, uh, entice Cedric Alexander backstage, you know, like, hey, you want to come join the Hurt Business? We'll treat you with the respect. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, I was listening to fucking Peter Rosenberg, and I'm pretty sure he predicted that. Or I guess he would have already... Or no, he didn't. Was, was this on SmackDown or Raw? This was on Raw. Oh, okay, so that's pretty obvious. Okay, never mind. I thought he made an unbelievable prediction, but now I'm not thinking so much. Uh, do you... Do you, do you care to hear the prediction or no? Yeah. <laughs> well, he said uh, I hadn't fit, I hadn't seen that on Raw. Like I said, I didn't get any of this. So he predicted that. Uh, well, let's go, let's go ahead. This will be a great time to jump with the card, and this will be our first match. So SummerSlam uh, is tomorrow night. the the uh, The biggest party of the summer, if you will, Jeff. Biggest party of the summer, <laughs> and, and uh, actually, this time uh, you'll, you'll never see it coming. Yeah, well, what is that supposed to reference? <laughs> I don't know. You just like, won't... are they just throwing in rocket catchphrases again? <laughs> yeah, you'll never see it coming. 
Well, yeah, we will. We've been seeing it coming for five weeks straight, Vince. So I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I wish they would have unveiled the uh, the danger zone at SummerSlam. Then then maybe we wouldn't have seen it coming. That, that's true. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so SummerSlam tomorrow. Uh, let's start with since we're talking about them. Let's start with the Apollo Cruz versus MVP match. Uh, for the United States Championship, and as you said, Jeff, Bobby Lashley and Shelton ben- Benjamin are banned. Yep. Banned from ringside. Uh, we'll actually see them in catering. I hope we do get a clip of them just chowing down hot dogs for the podcast. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Peter Rosenberg said that uh, he predicts that MVP wins with assistance from uh, Cedric Alexander. Uh, which I thought, because he's not banned, which I thought was an unbelievable prediction, but now that I understand what happened on Raw, that's kind of predictable. Yeah, that could be be a little easier to digest at this (laughs) point. Um, Man, it's really hard. I'm for both Apollo, I mean, the Boom DDT podcast is both for Apollo and for the Hurt Business. This is a hard one to predict. That is hard. Uh, I'll go with my... I'll go with what I... I don't know. This does suck. Because I don't want to see Apollo Cruz lose. Because then his title run was pretty much nothing except to boost the Hurt Business. Exactly. Which sucks. But I think that's what's going to happen. So I'm going to go MVP as well. I appreciate a veteran. But, Eric, they can't screw Apollo Cruz again. He is looking better better each week and they're giving them mic time so i would say cruise hangs on to it yeah i hope th- i hope no matter what happens they continue because it is kind of a cool little good guy versus bad guy groups you uh, know. They've, done, they've done pretty damn good with such a low to mid card storyline yeah like if they want to make apollo uh who is it apollo ollie and uh ricochet I think that'd be kind of a cool little group as the good guys to go against these bad boys. Eric, are you ready for... I I just saw a biff on this week's SmackDown. Yeah. Sorry, we're expecting this. Are you ready? Yeah, let's see it. This is during a uh, Cesaro Shinsuke versus Lucha House Party match. And uh, Grand Metal League is about to go, not for a springboard Hurricane Arana, but just a... a a jump over the top rope, and Cesaro was not expecting that jump. So let's take a look here. <laughs> let's have a look. Okay, here he comes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he didn't... It, it kind of turned into... He, Cesaro... Uh, one, more. one more time. Oh, he got he him. Got Cesaro flung over the rope, and here comes Metalik. Swoop! Oh, and yeah, he didn't really, Cesaro didn't know if that was like a body splash or a Hurricane Rana, so he did kind of a a flop. And Cole at first, he was just in autopilot mode, he's like, whoa, did you see that? And then Corey's like trying to explain it away, he's like, yeah, I don't think Grand Metal Leak got all of that. And then two minutes later, like, I think Cesaro hit him with some sort of powerbomb reversal. Or so, like, yeah. you know how they slowly try to yeah. get something in the ear. Like, you gotta explain what the fuck just happened. Corey, uh, Corey loves to do it. He's always the one that tries. Oh, uh, yeah, 
yeah, he will he will cover up any mistake. Yeah, heavy handed as hell. It is. It would be fun though. I can understand. That's a lot of creative uh, freedom right there to just try to come up with some bullshit excuse as to why that incredible botch just took place. <laughs> uh, okay, so you went you went Apollo. I'm going MVP. Yes, sir. Uh, let's go to the tag division. Um, I did see all of this. I got all of this story on Raw for some reason. It's an okay story. I don't mind it, but I'd rather see the uh, MVP story myself. But um, Street Profits versus Andrade and Angel Garza, uh, obviously with Selena Vega. Tag team match for the Raw um, Tag Team Championship. Um, now, here, God, before... Before we take our predictions there, have you seen the uh, little clips, the cross promotions with The Bachelor? Yeah, with Demi, uh, I forget her last name. Her name's Demi, I remember her from whatever season she was on. Okay, so you're familiar with this woman at all? Oh yeah, yeah. We used to have uh, Bachelor and Bachelorette watch parties at our house. Is she, (laughs) like, I hate this promotion from a number of reasons? Like, I don't know if this is just a Bachelor thing or if they're making her look even dumber and ditzier and, like, stereotypical 1950s woman than they do on the card. Her, I don't, I mean, who knows what her real-life personality is, but her on-screen personality, at least, is actually kind of cool. Like, she's not, she really isn't like that. She's not a classic ditzy. She's like a bisexual, like, uh... She's kind of funny. I don't know. She her actual her on-screen personality would work in wrestling. So I feel like I feel like it's possible it could work if that's what they're trying to do, but I don't know what the fuck they were doing. Like I don't even know if Bachelor just started up again or I don't think it did, so I don't know why she, I don't know why that would be in the story. You know what I mean? I was confused by it. Yeah. It maybe it did. I don't know. I I we kind of stopped watching it. Uh, but we, like I said, we, we, like Samantha was really into it. We had like watch parties with her friends and I remember her from the season. She could work in wrestling, I think possibly like a Miz situation crossing over from the reality television, you know? Well, I mean, we don't need many more valets in my opinion. No. So, either, either learn to take, as Triple H says, take a bump. Yeah. your tentacles is out for future reference. Yeah. <laughs> either do that or get the fuck out of WWE true cause, cause you're right because she's just another blonde yeah like they just got uh, that Scarlet Bordeaux person in NXT who's like a stereotypical blonde I mean the list goes on and on you know how Vince is yeah he's still <laughs> going for those valets man yeah hard as hell uh, so yeah I, I don't know man we'll see I don't know what's going on with her but uh, like we said, Zelina Vega has been caught on camera poisoning uh, Montez Ford. Um, I think, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not super hype about this match. I would probably, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see the Street Profits keep it. I'm going to say them. Yeah, I'm going to Street, street Profits as well. Uh like you, I'm a bit down on this, and it's, it's nothing to any of the uh, any of the talent, really. It's just that we we've had an overexposure throughout this pandemic to both uh, Vegas crew and the Street Profits. 
And the Viking Raiders are somehow like in this on the on the fringe. Sloppily, yeah. Siding with the Street Profits, so yeah, I, don't, like, I don't see any shenanigans that the Viking Raiders can't uh, even up. Exactly. Yeah, Andrade and like Zelina's crew. If if there was a if somebody would to calculate their pandemic airtime of all the wrestlers, they have to I'm be number finished. one. Their usage rate? Yeah, they, they have to be number one usage rate. There's no way it's anybody else. I'd say Orton, Bray, and yes, Vegas crew. Yeah, they've, dude, I there was a couple, like a month of Raws where we were getting multiple segments at night. <laughs> that's during the era when we were putting shit off. Like, yeah, we'll get to SmackDown next week. And that's why, because we're getting way too much goddamn baby. Way too much of the same shit. Yeah. The same ten people in the performance center every yeah. single week. I guess this really could go either way. I don't know. But I, I, I'd rather see the Street Profits keep it. It is nice to see... Um, like the whole raw brand in the tag team division is completely geared towards the up and comer. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have the Usos there. New Day's obviously out. Um, Lucha House Party. Are they on Raw? I forget. No, they're on SmackDown. Yeah. Just... And what about are the Usos just on vacation or they've been gone? They might be out for pandemic. Have you seen them since the pandemic? Uh, the one one of them hosted that dumbass like karaoke challenge. Oh, that's right. Not sure which one, but uh, so they've been spotty. But yeah, that's weird. So I mean, who who else is in the tag team division on Raw? Just the Viking Raiders, Street Profits, Zelina's crew. And essentially, that's it. That's unbelievable. There's nobody else? Who are we forgetting? That might be it. I mean, this is a classic wrestling game of, uh... Yeah. Sneak them away. Sneak, yeah, the old sneak them away game. <laughs> yeah. Vince is so good at it, man. All of a sudden you're like, oh, I haven't seen Samoa Joe in ten months. Yeah, Like, really what is. the fuck happened? Charlotte Flair, where you been? Yep, she's on vacay for sure. Oh, yeah. And then, like, the big boys, like Roman Reigns. Like well, I, Roman, Roman, that's, that's uh, high-risk related. Oh, no, I get it. But I'm saying, like, I wonder when he's going to come back. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, Sami Zayn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is, is he even employed anymore? That, oh, gee, I hope so. No, I think he is. I don't remember seeing that. I would have heard about it. But, yeah, he's the one. He, remember, he gave up the uh, IC title. Oh, that's right, because, yeah, he wouldn't come down to the performance center and yeah. wrestle. And that was a cool storyline, too. It was him, uh, was it him, Cesaro, and uh, Shinsuke? Yeah, he was part of that crew. That was cool. I like that crew. That's a shame. Well, anyway. Yeah, Shinsuke and Cesaro by themselves, like, in ring, obviously, they're great. They're both phenomenal in ring, but there's no real reason, like... Yeah, they had the, the Lucha House Party effect, where like it's hard for them to capture me storyline wise because of the mic work. Because of the mic work. Yeah, they needed. Yeah, that's our language, Barry. Because Cesaro should be. I mean, Cesaro's an English-speaking guy. 
Yeah, he's just not that charismatic. He's all right. Uh, he was. I mean, he can give you your mid card heat, but he's not. Yeah. Getting, you're not. You're not like oh fuck Cesaro when you're all when you have work all day waiting for SummerSlam. <laughs> like I, I can't wait to see Cesaro get his ass whooped tonight. Yeah. He was a like he he needs somebody like like he was okay with Sheamus because Sheamus is decent on the mic, I guess. Yeah. Um. Okay. So we got. All right. So we both went Street Profits there. Let's see what should we do next. Um, let's go to the women's side and you can explain to me, cause I didn't see this, how, uh, Mandy Rose versus Sonya Deville went from hair versus hair. Who we got there? That's Mandy Rose. Oh, she cut her hair or she took her tracks out. <laughs> yeah, she, she took that <laughs> ugly ass weave out. <laughs> Mandy, keep it. Yeah. Yeah, she looks, she, yeah, she looks a lot better that way. That's nine and a half on the Jerry scale. <laughs> yeah, she's looking way better like that. Okay, so so how did Mandy versus Sonya go from hair versus hair to the old... Uh, I love this stipulation. Uh, loser leaves WWE. That, 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 that is quite the, uh, the ante. And it's because <laughs> during this promo that you're seeing right now, Mandy is just saying, like, I'm not affected... By, uh, I'm paraphrasing what she's saying, but she's like, I'm not affected. I like this shorter hair type of thing. And I'm not scared to cut all this off. If you think I'm just some bimbo, I can go bald. So Sonya later in the evening comes out, and she's yelling, of course, because that's how Sonya gives her promos now. Yeah. It's like, you want it? You want us off the ante? Fine. We're not, if, if you're so cool with doing a hair versus hair match, you can be bald, then let's up the ante. How about no, disqualif- mate, no disqualification match, loser leaves WWE for good. I like it. I love, that's an old school stipulation. But Eric, is anyone actually leaving WWE? Because I don't see either of these women leave. No, they don't leave, Jeff. That's... It's just like it's a loser goes on vacation for the pandemic. Yeah, I mean, like they used to do it. Like in the territory days, it was called the loser leaves town. Yeah. So like that guy wouldn't wrestle in that town for a while, you know, and yeah. then they find some way to work him back in, which is what they'll do with whoever loses this match, obviously. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I'm okay with it. I thought uh. I was kind of getting depressed at the thought of Sonya Deville losing that that luscious hair. Oh, for real. So, so I'm I'm cool with it. Plus, I like the old school feel of it. Uh, And as I'm looking, as I'm looking at this card, this is like this is more extreme rules than extreme rules was. We got like there's three matches that are like the classic variations on a hardcore match. Yeah. Uh, Well, never see it coming. Yeah, we yeah we didn't see it coming. But, uh, so yeah, this one's no disqualification. Loser leaves WWE. Uh, who do you got here, Jeff? First off, I'm glad they made a no disqualification because Mandy still is not a great wrestler in the least. So no disqualification can help, uh, you know, get through all those ugly in-ring things. But, uh, damn it, it's Sonya's time to shine. Yes. Mandy, is, Mandy and Otis can go back to Cheeseland, Wisconsin for the next couple of months. Yes, I agree. So I'm, I'm going Sonya Deville. Corella. 
Uh, how did this? How did their segment end, though? Just a just a verbal battle. No no hands. Oh, so they weren't face to face. Mandy gave that promo that you just saw, and then Sonya just came out and gave a promo to the uh, Zoom audience. Okay, so and so, the Zoom okay. audience is so much less hype right now than they were early in the evening. Oh man. Oh, you, oh yeah, I'm sure. What, you got them? Right? Oh, yeah, let me see these fools. Who the fuck? Oh, there's Corey doing an in-ring promo? Yeah, he's gonna ask him a tough question. Okay, there's Karen. That guy's talking. He's he's hype. There's a, that black dude back there was feeling it. Yeah, there's some people <laughs> who are, like, uh, clapping back at Becky and Sasha as they get the promo here. Oh, you mean, uh, Bailey and Sasha. Did I say Becky? I'm sorry. I got, got uh, wishes yeah. on the baby. Yeah, don't don't trick the audience. She's not back yet. Becky is not back. She is well into her pregnancy. Yes. Um okay, so we got right now on Jeff's uh we're Jeff's tracking SmackDown Live right now and uh we got a uh Bailey and Sasha promo, so let's go that direction. Um we'll talk about them both at the same time cuz as of right now, we have Sasha or did I don't know if I gave my official take. My official uh, pick is Sonya Deville. By the well, by the way. Okay, so we're both going Sonya there. <laughs> yeah. So as of right now, we got Sasha, current champ, with Bailey versus Asuka for the Raw Women's Title, and then we also have in a separate match we have Bailey with Sasha, current champ, versus Asuka for the SmackDown Women's Title. Correct. So. um... You know how they were uh, kind of, we were talking last week, like, does this turn into a triple threat, or how does this work out? They, they hit on that here on this SmackDown. On the previous Raw, Bailey kind of just offered up lackadaisically, like, hey, maybe I can go first. And this promo that you see in here, Eric, Bailey's like, well, that was kind of a suggestion. If Sasha wants to go first, you can. And now we see tensions building. Sasha's like, wait. A suggestion? You want me to go first and take the front of the heat and all this? So they're they're getting a little argumentative. Yeah. Naomi is about to come out and interrupt the whole shebang, and just like, hey, I'm basically here to volunteer for a beat the clock challenge. She's she's talking shit, but it's like, hey, why don't we have a beat the clock challenge to settle this? Yeah, Bailey's full of shit, man. I remembered last SmackDown. She clearly stated that she would go first, and she was happy yeah. about it. Oh yeah, she's slinking out of it. What a Karen, taking it, <laughs> taking it back. What a bitch. So they have a beat the clock challenge here on this Raw. Uh, Sasha goes first against Naomi and beats her in three thirty nine. Are you serious? With the pressure of the clock, yeah, I know, right? That's bullshit, Naomi. Naomi's a proven vet. Yeah, fuck that bullshit. Don't like it. Uh, I'm in the Naomi camp as well, Eric. She's long overdue for a title. I mean, she can lose, but not in three minutes. She, she loses far too frequently, let's put it that way. Yeah. But, Eric, you'll be surprised and happy to know that uh, Bailey versus Naomi, Naomi won that son bitch clean. Okay. So, Bailey obviously loses the Beat the Clock Challenge, and Bailey will be going first. Okay. So, they're sticking with the two separate matches. Yes. 
Because I was still going to predict that uh, Mom Pants comes out at SummerSlam and switches this. But maybe not. Now, Eric, is time, uh, our, our tension's going to brew? Are we finally at the apex of this, of the Sasha and Bailey? Are they going to split at SummerSlam? That is the tough question. Yeah. And there's so many, like... You could do this so many different ways. That's why it's, it, it is kind of interesting if they keep it two separate matches. You know, it, it really opens up the, the what you could do here. Yeah. I feel like maybe one of, like, somebody should lose and the other one should win. That's got, that's where I'm headed. What are you thinking? Like, what, like, Bailey or Sasha, one of them should retain and the other should lose. I think they should. What I think is going to happen is Oscar's uh, about to bowl a Chris Jericho and beat two Titans in the same night. Yeah, and be the new undisputed champion. That's an option. But then, do then they do they have reason to hate each other in that scenario? Oh, absolutely, Eric. If if Sasha's out with Bailey in the first match and Sasha like, you know, because they've been. Uh, kind of bickering a little bit if she doesn't help out in the way that Bailey sees fit and Bailey somehow loses because Sasha wasn't there to aid as much as she should be. Like, say she's got her back turned or oh, okay. something it, like that. Yeah. And then she extracts revenge at the next match. Yeah. All of a sudden, <laughs> she's like, oh, maybe I won't help out Sasha. Yeah. They both lose and the bickering continues and then Maybe a stunner or two. I don't know. Like I, I just want this shit to explode. I've been wanting this for two years now. It seems like. Okay, so you're a fish. Okay, so I like that. So you're gonna go Oscar in both. Yeah, I'm going Oscar undisputed champion, and I'm going a full split. Okay. But uh, that's just kayfabe in me, and I've been waiting for this. I go. I I go. Uh, I go. Bailey's the the real bitch. Okay, Bailey's the Karen. She's the. Uh, she's so good at it. She's the real. She's the real bad guy of them both. So that's that's what I'm sticking with. So I think Bailey, because uh, we got Bailey versus Oscar first, right? Yes. All right. So put me down for Bailey retains versus Oscar. Sasha does do her job and and make sure Sasha does make sure that Bailey wins, and then Bailey's just a bitch. Because she hates Sasha for making her go for winding up going first, and she doesn't help her, and then Sasha loses. Oscar is the new Raw Women's Champion. That makes more sense logistically than my prediction. Because I mean, really, Oscar should have never dropped his title. That's the bullshit. Extreme Rules type of thing yeah so but then again you could say she never earned it either Oscar never earned it yeah remember she get, she was given it to it by Becky oh, God, yeah I mean she she you could say I'm just saying playing devil's advocate you could say she earned it because Bail or uh remember Becky said that the uh money in the bank match was really uh, not a money in the bank match. It was for the title. Yeah. So you Except, could you could say that either way. But well, either no, way, I think uh, 
Yeah, I, I, I think Oscar's definitely getting... I, I don't know, actually, because Shayna Baszler on Raw is looking rather face-ish lately. I don't know if it just setting her up for a Nia Jax feud, or because she's mentioned, it's like, either way, I want the winner of that Raw Women's Championship ASAP. But yeah. if she's turning face, I see her going up against Oscar. Yeah. She's she's probably just right now just like a, a tweener, like teetering. And then uh, we'll see where I'll I'll be in Shayna Baszler's camp if she wants to turn face. Yeah, we'll see. I guess we'll have to wait. Also a random side note that didn't develop, but uh Baszler's friends were there with her at Raw, like for her NXT MMA friends. I can't remember their names. Oh, like uh, Jasmine Duke and somebody else. Yeah, yeah, that that crew. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's actually so. We've been getting a lot of exposure to this Sasha Bailey Oscar thing, but that that is kind of one of the more interesting things at SummerSlam, really. Uh, and the Hearts Club, or whatever it's called. No, 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 like, just we've seen a ton of Sasha Bailey and Asuka over the past month. Oh, yeah, they gotta be up on the usage rate power rankings, too, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but, like I said, it is, it is one of the more interesting stories on uh, SummerSlam. Oh, uh, absolutely. Everyone's waiting for the climax, man. Yeah. Uh, let's go. We'll keep the two big uh, championship matches for last, so we will go with a nice grudge match here. We got um, Dominic Mysterio with Ray by his side versus Seth Rollins with Murphy by his side in a street fight. Oh, man. Did you uh, catch your shit on Raw? Uh, kind of. It looked like just a... Um, I was a little busy during it, but it just looked like a, a nice recap of the storyline. And then Dominic and Ray cut a promo and invite him out. And Seth and Murphy come out. And then they back out or something. I forget. No, so uh, they, they they lure... The Mysterio family lures uh, uh, Rollins oh, and yeah. Murphy into a trap. And then they get some I revenge. They're like, come out, come on out. And Dominic's just chilling in the background. And, yeah, they slink out of the ring. And Ray comes back in the ring to fight them, like, mano y mano. And then when Rollins and Murphy aren't looking, they got their eyes focused on Ray. Dominic takes some uh, kindle poles out. And they just act like it's a fucking home run derby out there, Eric. They're just yeah. swinging away. Get a little revenge. I love it. I love revenge with the kendo stick. It's so fulfilling as a fan. You're like, yeah, Dominic, fuck his ass up. Yeah. I mean, it, it, the kendo stick will always be great because there's really no way to work that. You just no, you just got to take mean, the shots. This was literally like this is the archaic initiation. Yeah. That uh, Dominic had to go through. If it's on camera or not, doesn't matter. But they 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 taped it, so it was on camera, and we got to see all the lashings on the front and back of his. Bruce the batter body, as Jr. would say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so who you got? Bruce battered and bloody. Yeah. So who you got here? Oh God. Um. This is a hard one. 
Well, it is. A, remember, it is a street fight with uh, plenty of shenanigans to be had. There are shenanigans. <laughs> I'm going to. I'm gonna go with the Mysterios, man. Yep. Yep, I am too. It's uh, it's too much to give a veteran like Ray get his eye pulled out or whatever they claimed happened. Uh, and then beat up his little son that's only like 20. I mean, he, the, the, the good guy's got to win here. Yeah, the little <laughs> bit of payback isn't enough. No. They gotta have, and Rollins always shakes off these losses like they're nothing anyway under his Messiah persona. Oh, yeah. This, like, this, like, oh, that was just a little setback in our, our, our plan, our master plan. Yeah. No, definitely. A, a uh... A loss here with shenanigans in a street fight is nothing. Yeah. Especially when you got Rey Mysterio, a, a, a grizzled, respected vet out there. This this is a perfect time to lose, and I think he will. So I, I agree. Put me down for the Mysterios here. Now, uh, do you think this is a long map? Like, how, how long do they give Dom to work? Even with shenanigans. I think it would be a decent one, like a 15-minute. Because, I mean, Ray Ray's not really hurt or anything, so he, he's he'll do whatever. That's true. I, I think it'll be 20 minutes with some uh, backstage stuff. That maybe uh, maybe make a stop at catering, visit uh, Lashley and Benjamin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quick, quick note on catering, Eric. They, they did uh, show the shit taker in a replay on this week's Smackdown when they recapped the Retribution <laughs> Yes, yeah, I saw that. So that shit taker was supposed to be there, apparently. Yeah. I don't know that they're just really milking that shit. Yeah, no, I think he was supposed to be there. I wish you would have seen who it was. I wish it would have been Byron. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, he's, he's the classic victim of that, you know? Just a, yeah, just a nerdy guy taking a dump. It, it should it should have been Byron, honestly. Yeah, that would have been the perfect candidate for the shit. Oh yeah, he's he's perfect for that role. Um. Okay, so we got two big uh, the two big championship matches. We'll go with uh, another extreme rule style match: a falls count anywhere. Braun Strowman versus uh, the Fiend. Uh, the Fiend this time. The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Braun Strowman, current champ. It's a false count anywhere for the Universal Championship. Um, I think, let's see. Now, Eric, let me uh, recap the main event really quick. Yeah, it, it, yeah, into this. yeah is, is there not, anything... Not so much, but it hypes you for the match. Yeah, and, uh, and let me know if there's anything with... Uh, with uh, Alexa Bliss on this last SmackDown, there wasn't really besides Nikki Cross saying that uh, Alexa off since since she was uh, abducted by the Fiend. We okay. didn't see Alexa at all on this SmackDown. Oh, okay. But Nikki is concerned. But okay. Nikki's not like uh, she's not distancing herself by any means. Like she still wants to be Alexa's friend and shit. But she is she is a concerned friend now officially. Okay. So in this main event, we have a Firefly Funhouse, where um, uh, what what's the pig's name? 
Uh, um... Dexter or something? No. Oh my god, how do we not know his name? Ramblin' Rabbit and, uh... Husky. Husker. Huskus. Huskus, yeah. Huskus the pig. Yep. <laughs> there, there was some Mark just yelling at the podcast right there. It's Huskus! Yeah. It's Huskus! <laughs> yep, Huskus. Huskus the pig. So, uh, they, uh, they had a Firefly Funhouse with Huskus and, uh, Ramblin' Rabbit recreating, like, a broad and Alexa Bliss type of lover scene before Bray Wyatt's like, hey, what are you doing? What are you doing? Knock that shit off. That's not how it goes. But then Braun comes in to the Firefly Funhouse, which Corey and Cole still explain as being in a void somewhere that we don't know where it's at. <laughs> we don't know where it's at, but Braun just found okay. his way in. All right. And it's kicking ass. It rips Gray out of the Firefly Funhouse, and guess what? We know where it's at. It's in the fucking danger zone. Because all of a sudden we're backstage in the danger zone. Okay. And Braun is just kicking Bray's ass around backstage. He goes over to the loading dock where the semis pull in and gets him in a choke slam. Looks back sadistically at the refs trying to stop him. All the security guards just waving, No! No! Braun, don't do it! He just gives a sadistic laugh and then choke slams him a big two feet drop onto concrete. We don't we don't see the drop onto concrete, obviously, because there's a mat there. Yeah. But uh, then the uh, the ambulance comes, takes Br- this is Mr. Robbins Bray Wyatt, takes Mr. Robbins Bray Wyatt away. Then before it gets to the end of the tunnel, the ambulance stops, and you can see in the back windows. All of a sudden, the back windows turn red. The ambulance slowly Ooh. backing up, and that one guy from J and J Security, who's like running security nowadays, is like he's just yelling at the top of his lungs, like, "What are you doing? Go!" Go that way! Go that way! And then he just... His shit turns from, like, anger to fear. He backs up against the wall. It's like... Oh. My. God. Camera pins around. And you just see the fiend standing in an open doorway of the ambulance. Just ready to fucking wreak havoc. Okay. After Smackdown cuts out, the fiend just fucking... Poof! Just apparates from inside the ambulance and... The transition is made for Mr. Robbins to the Fiend. And the Fiend is roaring and ready to go despite what you did to Mr. Robbins. So uh Mr. Robbins, Mr. Rogers. Rogers, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna correct you when you were done, but yeah, uh so was it cool? It sounds kinda cool. Was it good or no? It it was it was good but clunky. Yeah. But I mean, I'll take it as go home. For the hype for SummerSlam, I'll definitely take that as a main event. They've been having shitty main events lately, so. And uh, Braun Strowman still is, like, demented. Like, he's still changed man, right? Yeah, he still doesn't give a damn. Okay. It's my knowledge about Alexa. <laughs> okay. And he's laughing sadistically at refs. He's not looking like the, as much as a traditional Braun Strowman. Oh, by the way, uh, Huck. Huskus the pig, when he was playing Braun Strowman, had on a Get These Hoops t-shirt that I thought was hilarious. Oh, nice. <laughs> oh, I'm sure they're going to sell that. They should, man. I'd buy that. Get These Get Hoops. These hoops. 
Well, uh, so that makes me really... I don't really know how to predict this match, then. Does, so does that, it... Is that a title match? Yeah, oh yeah. Does, uh... And I'm not sure the Fiend's ever lost. Um, I could be wrong, but I can't think of an instance. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but... I mean, he's also had plenty of mysterious matches where you don't know the way. Not plenty, but a couple of mysterious matches where it's like, the fuck did I just watch? Yeah, but I'm saying, like, he didn't, like, he's never lost clean in the middle of the ring. Oh, no. Hell no. <clears throat> so, I... bag, man. So, this is Falls Count Anywhere. Man, I, I really don't know. So, does it, do you think it looks like Braun Strowman is, uh, gonna eventually join the Fiend? That's what I'm thinking is gonna happen eventually. Yeah. Which would be pretty cool. I, and I want Alexa there, too. I think she could be a really cool... Like, I think she could play this character. I love face Alexa, though. I know, but like a like a dark version of Alexa, I think it'd be sweet. Uh, oh, man, I don't know. I don't think The Fiend's ever lost. I can't imagine him losing. Uh, I'm gonna go, man, I don't know, I wanna go Braun, but I think, I think I'm gonna go Fiend, championship change. Oh, man. Or the, I don't know, either that or Braun wins and Fiend, like, respects him and recruits him, or the Fiend wins and Braun, like, realizes that he has to bow down to him, and he becomes, like, another, he, they get back together, you know? Yeah. I think, yeah, I'm going to go Fiend, man. I don't think he can lose yet. I will... Yeah, I'll join you. No, no, no. I I just remember what the Fiend looked like with the title. I don't want to see that again. So I I think there will be a faction, but I think Braun still will be the gold holder. So I'm going Braun here. Yeah. With Alliance Post... Post-match. Yeah, I, I, man, I agree. I don't want to see the Fiend with the title either, but how does he lose? He doesn't. I think we just have a uh, classic wish-washy finish where, like, I, the Fiend doesn't give a fuck about the gold. Yeah, it's almost like he could win and just let Braun wear it. Yeah. That would be cool, but I don't so think... I think, I think we'll have a wish-washy finish where Braun retains because it's wish-washy. Like he wasn't pinned, but I yeah this, this they gotta be going for an alliance here. Yeah. Oh well, I, you, you're probably right actually, but I'll, I'll keep my pick. Oh well, I already said it. All right. All right. So the, the last match we have, which I don't know if it'll go on last or not. That match might go on last. Um, but the only thing we haven't done is the Drew Mat the D Mac current champ versus Randy Orton. And this is just a good old-fashioned singles match for the WWE Championship. Um, this story, uh, basically, Randy Orton's been just running through legends. He he took out Ric Flair with a hilarious nut shot that is just great in slow motion. <laughs> Whenever they recap that thing and put it in slow motion, like, what a great job by Flair on that cell. Yeah. I mean, it looks like his balls were just completely crushed to smithereens. <laughs> and then uh and then he took out uh let's see on this raw he took out uh the heartbreak kid hbk 
Michaels. HBK Shawn Michaels, and he even knocked his little hat off, and Shawn wasn't wasn't cleanly shaved, which I expected. He had like a bald guy haircut. Yeah, with a hat on, he looks like a old friend of ours, Jake Seaver. But with a hat off, he just looks like a bald guy. Yeah, which is Jake Seaver. So yeah, no, I think Jake still has his hair. Yeah, he does, but it'll be it'll, it'll look like HBK Shawn Michaels eventually. But. Eventually. Anyway, yeah, I, I did want to see bald-headed Shawn Michaels, so yeah, next time keep your head off, Shawn. Yeah. Uh, so I I think this is prime for DMAC 2020 to continue. Uh, to get even though Randy would be is still a valuable champion, uh, we got to get some redemption for taking out all these legends. So put me down for DMAC 2020. The Boom DDT podcast is firmly in the DMAC 2020 vote camp. Yeah. So, yep. There's... Even though he finally came to his senses and mentioned the great city of Peoria, Illinois, last week on SmackDown. You're on Raw. got to go with DMAC. Run yeah. roughshaw. Yeah, we can't, we can't watch Flair go down with a nut shot and then... Uh, the, the heartbreak kid gets what a punt and two RKO's or what did he get? He got an RKO. He got a RKO and a punt and then, uh, D-Mac got an RKO as well oh, on the okay. second attempt. The first one, uh, he thwarted, but then when he had his back turned to help Shawn Michaels the second time, RK- Randy got him with an RKO that time, so... Yeah, we got to go D-Mac here. I think that's the easy call there. Hell yeah. So that that's uh that's SummerSlam, buddy. And then I'm sure we'll have some shenanigans from uh Re- Retribution. <laughs> oh god. Don't fuck up SummerSlam with your stupid You're going <laughs> to fuck up SummerSlam. Well, I hope they just if you're going to have a segment with them, let's find out what they are. That's what I hope. Yeah, give him a mic and let him talk. Yeah, show your show your damn face. Show your face. Yeah, we want to see your face, brother. Yeah, yeah, show your faces. Tell us why you're fucking shit up like children. Let's hear it. Let's figure it all out. I agree. Uh, couple more things to mention, Eric. I have a five-second Bulls update. Okay. Well, let me let me set you up here. Uh, it's now time for Jeff's five-second Chicago Bulls update. Oops. Hold on. Well, thank you, audience. A little, a little early, though. But, okay. Uh, and now it's time for Jeff's five-second Chicago Bulls update. Jeffersons and we are 
we got the number four pick Ooh. in the 2020 NBA draft. Okay. The audience likes it. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you for that update, Jeff. Number four. That's not bad. Number four. Um, so we, and what else? Oh, we have to set up for next week, our big 100th episode. Absolutely. We, we were teasing a special edition of the uh, Boom DDT Dollar Bin brought to you by the Magic Milkman and residential film expert, Bork. Eric, would you like to tell him what we will be uh, reviewing next week? I think you said residential film expert. He's, I did. I can never get his title right. He's got a lot of titles, but he is a residential film expert because that's where he prim- primarily does his work, is residential. <laughs> you know, he's he's not big, especially during the pandemic. Nobody's big on going to the movie theater. No. So he is basically a residential uh, film expert. So you, you're not wrong. But yeah, but yeah, and he's magical. He is magical. So yeah, let's go ahead and let let the listeners know, Jeff. What are we What are we going to be reviewing? Do we have a drum roll? Um, let me see here. Yeah, I do have a drum roll. Uh, this coming week on on the Boom DDT episode number one hundred, the big show, uh, resident residential film expert Magic Milkman Bork is will be reviewing. Oops. Oh my god. Excellent. The audience, the audience loves it. Uh, and this is infamous. Jeff has declared this in the past a 10 dog movie. So this a is. 10 dog movie. So this is well, big. Will that uh, number of hot dogs meet the Magic Milkman scale? Yeah. We'll we, find out next week. We don't know. Yeah. Well, we will find out. So if anybody wants to watch. Uh, the uh, Scorpion King and get ready for next week's episode we encourage that yep we do not know where it's streaming buy it for three dollars rent it on YouTube yeah we'll probably it's worth the three dollars it's ten dogs I'm probably uh, I bet you I I might get it through Prime if they have it I'll rent it yeah it's it's no matter what the cost is ladies and gentlemen it's a ten dog film it's a ten dog film so go ahead and rent that Um, and then we also have a, a cooking with short shorts I hope that is not set in stone, but yes, we are, we are hopeful for Cooking with Short Shorts for the 100th episode as well. Okay, so be ready for that. Um, it's going to be a big show, buddy. It's going to be a big show, and if there is Cooking with Short Shorts, it will be uh, part of the uh, Lunchroom Classics series. Yes, we have been brainstorming classic 90s lunches that we grew up with, and we, we think we got a couple that we can work with, so we'll, we shall see with Short Shorts. All right, Jeff. Uh, I think that'll about do it. We went over today, but that's okay. It's the big SummerSlam show, one of the biggest shows of the year for WWE. We are in the danger zone. We are in the danger zone, so, Eric, and I'd like to thank you for joining me in the danger zone. And yeah. thank the fans for uh, recommending to a friend. Yeah. Hey, this is a badass podcast. About yeah. to do their 100th episode. Yeah. Yeah. Rec- recommend, please. Don't worry about subscribing or liking. I don't really give a shit. Nobody cares. Yeah, that's that's all just hearsay. That's hearsay. Just recommend a friend. It's easy. Um, I think that's it, Jeff. Enjoy SummerSlam, huh? Hell yeah, dude. Night, night. Night, night.
But now I don't understand. Now I don't. Now I don't understand. Good. Okay. 